Hey everybody, this is Randy Shandabel, and you're listening to This Golden State. For immigrants and refugees from Afghanistan, and more than 99% of them are Muslim, it's almost like Donald Trump has flipped a switch. That's what some Afghans living in Northern California tell us. Now, instead of them worrying about their friends and family members being stuck back in war-torn Afghanistan, many people in Afghanistan worry about them living here in Donald Trump's America. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims. It's still not known whether a President Trump will actually push for a temporary ban of all Muslims entering the U.S. or subject them to, quote, extreme vetting. I call it extreme, extreme vetting. And it's still uncertain whether he'll require Muslims who are already here to register in some kind of database. Oh, I would certainly implement that. Absolutely. But what is certain is that Muslims, including those from Afghanistan, are extremely worried. And even in Afghanistan, a lot of people were concerned about what's going to happen. After more than 15 years of war, American troops are still in Afghanistan. Now, vastly reduced in numbers to be sure, but Afghanistan is still in a state of war. Lots of debate about whether Afghanistan is significantly better off than it was 15 years ago, but no debate that it's still explosively dangerous. Now it's not just the Taliban to worry about, but ISIS too. Imagine Afghans there worrying about family members here. It's believed that the largest population of Afghan Americans lives in Fremont. That's about 40 miles southeast of San Francisco. Aisha Wahab is the project director for an organization called Little Kabul Stories. It produces videos about Afghan immigrants. To me, resistance um, really means a strong backbone to what you know is wrong. And if that's standing up for a Muslim when you're not Muslim, I think that is a a good symbol of resistance. So if the president follows through with his desire to have all Muslims be registered, would the Afghan community in Northern California cooperate? Definitely not. Um, I think it's very hard. I think that one of the things about uh, our history clearly shows that when we did this to the Japanese Uh, during World War II, we were on the wrong side of history in that particular situation. When we had the Chinese Exclusion Act, we were on the wrong side of history in that particular situation. What we've done to the Native Americans, and I think it's, I think majority of people understand that, and I think that um, whether you're talking about uh, a Muslim registry or um, anything else, I think a lot of other people will say that this is wrong. I see a dilemma there. On the one hand, if you cooperate, you're cooperating with something you think is wrong and could you know, leave you open to be surveilled upon. On the other hand, if you don't cooperate, you could be breaking some new law, making yourself more susceptible. True, true. Um, I, I do believe that majority of people will follow any law that is, um, is, is created or, and things like that. But I also think that we do have rights in this country and that's what separates us from the rest of the world is that the rule of law here is very strong and I think that most people will you know start doing civil disobedience and I think that you're going to see more protests you're going to see larger groups you're going to see a stronger united voice against anything that that actually targets one community or another. 
Rona Papal is the executive director of the Afghan Coalition, a Fremont-based nonprofit that helps immigrants and refugees adjust to life in America and get access to social services. 99, 99.9% of Afghans are Muslims, and uh, we are, uh, most of the people identify themselves uh, first Muslim and then Afghans, so that's, that's why. So his talk, his harsh rhetoric hits home, it hurts. A lot, yes, a lot. And even in Afghanistan, a lot of people were concerned about what's going to happen to the immigrant community who lives down in the uh, United States. Because it usually, you know, when we moved to uh, California or to the United States, we wanted to save our children uh, and uh, their future from the war, destruction, and also bullying, which is a lot of warlords um, in Afghanistan. So that's why we moved here. And we thought here, you know, we can have a, a peace, uh, we can have a peace of mind, and we can have, a, um, you know, solidarity with other people because... Uh, we believe in the United States of the, their constitution, um, their uh, um, beliefs in uh, being free, uh, being a freedom of speech. Uh, so these are values that we share with American people, and that's why we came. It sounds like you're also kind of saying that you're now questioning those beliefs given the election. Yes, of course. Um, uh, we, we are thinking uh, what's going to happen. Are we going to be uh, freely going to talk about our religion? Or um, uh, freely can we go to our mosque? Or can we, and especially our children at school, a lot of them get bullied now by saying that you are a Muslim, go home, go back. And that's really hurt. Are, are you hearing that? Are your kids hearing that? Yes, yes, a lot. So, so tell me what you say to people who say go home or who, who, you, who, who you feel threaten you, or what you're telling Afghan people. What should they do to feel safe, and what should they say when people say those things? And I do uh, advise them, you know, to for right now, because there's something like chaotic right now has come out. They have to calm down. They have to relax. Um, they have to be more cautious and more vigilant um, when they go somewhere. Um, more, more vigilant. What do you yes. mean by that? Uh, they have to be aware what's going on around them. Uh, for example, if they are going to a market, if they are going to a shopping, they have to be very careful, um, and especially with their children, they have to t um, you know, uh, talk with their children. They have to be calmed down. So you're saying be vigilant because you're afraid there'll be a spike in hate crimes. Yes, yes, because it's still going on, you know, at the school. Now we're hearing a lot of children comes and they said their classmate or even their teacher. Um, it's some comments that they make, it really, really bothers them. For example, one teacher was saying, oh, I want to get your hijab and shake your head. A teacher said that? Yes. Or um, uh, a classmate said, oh, you're Muslim. Now you go home. And now Trump take you home. But we do believe. Let's wait and see what Trump will going to do. So I would imagine recent history has... Bay Area Afghans worried about their relatives back home, but now you're saying it's now, kind of flipped? People yes. in Afghanistan are worrying about you? Yes, yes. A lot of uh, their, their 
family members, you know, even uh, they were calling their family members, especially some of the Afghan who applied for political science or they applied, they wanted to come here and they are here and still their visa is, on, um, is not completed. Those are very much worried. How long have you lived in the Bay Area? I lived almost 40 years in the Bay Area. But a lot of Afghans have come since the start of the war. Since the start of war, but no, there is a three waves of refugees, you know, 1980s, 90s, and then 2001 after 9-11, you know, and now is another wave of uh, very young people who, the translators who came with, uh, who worked with the U.S. Army. It seems sadly ironic that people in your homeland, Afghanistan, a country torn by war that, you know, really had hard times, that people there are worried about you here. Yes, because they were really looking forward to see um, their, uh, you know, family can be succeeded, come back to Afghanistan, help and support. Or they were really a lot of these families sending money. They are supporting their family in the Afghanistan. So that's why it's like both sides, they worry what's going to happen. If my uh, family member lose their job, uh, they're not going to send me any money, then how am I going to live in Afghanistan? So it's a both So if Donald Trump starts this Muslim registry he's talking about, would you cooperate? Well, that's a very tough question. Afghan, uh, Afghans, uh, if I tell you the truth, um, going through wars and uh, for 40 years, they are really, really afraid. They might go. They have no choice, you know. They, they might They're leave. They're very violent. They might, or some of them leave, yes. And uh, some of them, they might go back. Uh, because ra- ra- rather than register? Rather than register. Because um, they hear a lot of, like, what Hitler did to the Jews or what the uh, United States once did to the uh, Japanese, you know, uh, send them to a camp. These are really, really... That's why they left Afghanistan, you know. They, they don't want it to be like that, profiled and be bullied and be, you know. Are are, are people really afraid that will happen here? Yes, yes. Afghans are different, you know. We we didn't come to the United States because of of the finding job. We are forced refugees, you know. We left our country because of this war and this thing happening, you know. The, you know, they are losing their rights as a human. That's why they left Afghanistan and they came to the United States. So here is, it's a, it's a big, yeah, it's a big concern. And, and, and now some Afghans feel threatened again. Yes, yes, again. Are those fears realistic or are they overblown? We'll probably find out soon. You can subscribe to This Golden State on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and find us on San Francisco Magazine's website as well. If you like us, spread the word. Any comments or ideas, shoot me an email to shandabel at shandabel.com. That's S-H-A-N-D-O-B-I-L. Thanks for listening.